Have you heard that men can now have babies? I know, it surprised me too. But it's a new truth in this Orwellian age. Hi, I'm Rex Rogers, and this is episode number 44 of Discerning What is Best, a podcast applying unchanging biblical principles in a rapidly changing world and a Christian worldview to current issues in everyday life. Truth is now under attack. Satan, the father of lies, has America in his crosshairs, and he is using contemporary philosophies, isms, if you will, to lead people to suppress the truth in wickedness. As was said in the days of Isaiah, truth is nowhere to be found. Or in the days of Jeremiah, truth has perished, it has vanished from their lips. Or in the days of Daniel, truth was thrown to the ground. The attack shows up in references to your truth and my truth, or she has to live by her truth, or no one should force their truth on someone else. But you say, it's common sense, not anymore. Or you say, it's obvious, not anymore. Or you say, wait, it's part of nature and natural law, not anymore. Now, truth is no longer alignment with divine revelation and the evidence of creation. Truth is whatever we want it to be. Truth under attack is apparent in a host of irrational statements our culture is now expected to accept as fact. Have you heard these amazing new truths? What's in the womb is not a baby, just a fetus. Not human, unless it's wanted, or at least until it's born. And then it may still be at risk in the minds of those who believe a woman and a doctor should be able to decide whether the newborn should live. Biological sex at birth is not immutable, but it's socially determined. Thus, boys can identify as, then transition to become girls, while girls can identify as, then transition to become boys. Men can become pregnant and have babies. Hence, we no longer have mothers but birthing persons. Abortion does not involve a baby human being, but rather is about a woman's control over her own body is essential to reproductive health, and is a human right. Crime and violence are not lawlessness, just the poor and other victims of white privilege doing what's only fair. Gender is no more regarded as a binary concept where one can either be a male or a female. It has emerged as a continuum or spectrum where one can identify themselves as any of several gender identities. The term gender identity means how a person identifies themselves concerning their gender. It may be regardless of their anatomy or genetics. The idea is to make everyone feel comfortable in their skin, irrespective of what gender they are assigned at birth. That's a quote. Notice the last phrase, assigned at birth which reinforces the idea that someone arbitrarily labeled the baby a boy or a girl, rather than sex being a biological given. Same-sex marriage is normal. Each person is determined by skin color, sexual orientation, or gender. Those of us who disagree with these new prevailing acceptable narratives can now be ostracized on social media, lose employment, have our reputations destroyed, or otherwise be canceled. People who oppose abortion are now labeled abortion extremists, anti-woman, and a threat to freedom. 
people who believe biology matters and who disagree that a person can decide to change sex in order to participate in sports or frequent bathrooms designed for the opposite sex are accused of bigotry and hatred. Nor is religion any longer accorded an honored space. Revisionists reinterpret history claiming religion is a greater source of human violence than secularism. No matter that this is upside down, the murderous record of the 20th century secular Nazi and communist regimes alone puts the lie to this supposedly new truth. In America today, Judeo-Christian values drawn from the Bible are being described as a means of preserving white patriarchy and white supremacy. This, too, is a lie. Pedophiles, who were once called perverted, are now being described as simply minor attracted persons. Drag queens reading to grade school children is said to be about diversity and inclusion, not about normalizing twisted and degraded sexuality. The attack on truth took on new urgency in the 1960s with the emergence of something called moral relativism, the idea that there are no absolute, objectively definable, and knowable truths. Everything is relative. Thus, nothing can be said to be better, right versus wrong, more beautiful, correct. Truth is unknowable. In his writings in the 1970s and to his death in 1984, Christian philosopher Dr. Francis A. Schaeffer recognized this cultural threat when he coined the phrase true truth. From a Christian perspective, this phrase is redundant, but Schaeffer found it necessary to convey what he meant by truth, real objective truth, in an age given to relativizing all statements. In the early 21st century, human feelings now matter more than objective reality. And if you say you disagree with a person, thus hurting their feelings, you are guilty of stomping upon their human rights. In a culture that no longer believes in truth, a culture that has repeatedly rejected moral absolutes, to say you believe something is true is grating to the ear, judgmental, bigoted, offensive, and even irrational or crazy. But Schaefer reminded us, truth carries with it confrontation. Truth demands confrontation. Loving confrontation, but confrontation nevertheless. Truth, true truth, challenges error, falsehood, and lies. To buy the truth and do not sell it, as it says in Proverbs, can come with a price. To those who do not want to hear, those who are, in the language of the old King James, willingly ignorant, truth is the enemy. You who hold and express the truth are the enemy. If we state truth, as we should, we will face opposition, ridicule, maybe rejection and hurt from our own family and friends. But the price of not holding fast to the truth and of not speaking the truth in love is enormously high. If there is no truth, there are no inalienable human rights, no real freedom. If there is no truth, there is no trust, because no one can be sure of anything. Nothing is certain. We're left with deceit, pain, disillusionment. People wonder what's happening to America. It seems like we've gone nuts, that nothing is valued, not patriotism, not law and order, not decency. It's like we're a different country. Well, we are a different country. 
at least in the sense that great swaths of the population now embrace ideas and values that would be foreign even to the criminal element a generation ago. The idea there is no truth, nothing trustworthy, not even God for many people, undermines everything else we experience. And this attack on truth is being propagated from the White House and the United States Congress, state capitals, courtrooms, the ivy halls of academia from kindergarten to graduate school, corporate messaging, sports, entertainment, and the arts. Scripture says when the foundations are being destroyed, what can the righteous do? Well, what do we do? We speak truth. In an age of untruth, of attacks on truth, our greatest testimony is to be people of truth, to live truthfully, and to speak truthfully. In Jesus's prayer of John 17, he said, sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. We are to be in the world, but not of the world, even as we go into the world. And we are to speak truth. We will face opposition. We may be harassed or in some way hampered. But God is God. He cannot be canceled. His truth remains forever. Well, we'll see you again soon. This podcast is about discerning what is best. If you find this thought-provoking and helpful, follow us on your favorite podcast platform. Download an episode for your friends. For more Christian commentary, check my website, R-E-X-M as in Martin, that's rexmrogers.com. And remember, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm.